Hockey. Dave Holmes. Oh, man. I haven't seen you since uh, sharing the stage at Just for Laughs in Montreal. In Montreal. Wasn't it a gas? It was so much fun. Oh, my God. I really had a ball. I did, too. Saw so many good comics. Yeah. So many people I want to stalk and get on this show now. Oh my god! And we were, and we were always just—it's—it's it's a thing where you're chasing the party, you're chasing the trying to get to the the show, and there's yeah. a million going on at the same time, and you always feel like you're not at the right one. Yeah, and then I there's that like I was hotel right bar one. where there's everybody, and yeah, that, uh, it was a boy, really, really oh good time. It was. But it was a great time. We parted ways afterward. I came back here. You went to New York. I did, and I saw the boys saw in the band. Matt, it's it's really it's really great. It's uh, it, I, I now see. I'm bad. I had never read the play. I had never seen the movie. Mm. So it was all brand new for me. I knew a little bit about it, but not enough. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's really emotionally uh, devastating. Sure. Especially is. all in one near two hour shot oh, yeah, no with no intermission. Ooh. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a, a lot to handle. Well, who were the highlights in the cast? Um. Uh. Matt Bomer is of course great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a difficult part, but he he was he was terrific in it. Um, I continue to be in love with Tuck Watkins, who I have been since the early '90s, since he was on Get a Life as wow. Sapphire from the Handsome Boy Modeling School. And he he's playing the, the cowboy in this. No, no, he's playing. No, he is the, the guy who's with Andrew Reynolds. Right, right, right. Um, it's it was it was really it was incredible. Um, I will tell you, you do see Matt Bomer's naked ass. And all of the women around me, it was like they wanted to react like Thunder from Down Under, <laughs> but then they realized they were in a theater. The men in the audience, I think, were too all of us too repressed to like to sure. you know react. And you're like, way. oh, it's but, just a butt. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I feel exactly. I don't know what that. Yeah, uh, but I will tell you, it's magnificent. Wow, and absolutely magnificent. Did you get to uh, see the cast afterward? Or no, I didn't. You just pieced out. I pieced all the way out. Uh, but yeah, highly recommended. It is uh, it is really something. It was especially something after having been in Montreal because we did our show, right? Very similar to Boys in the Band. Very similar show. to Boys in the Band. <laughs> um, we did a live homophilia, which I hope you all enjoyed out there. And then in the evening, I did the live Los Culturistas oh, right. show. Yes, which was in, so fun. Good. I'm glad. I'm. I enjoyed myself. I did. But I was. I've never been so scared in my life. Ever, really? yeah. It's it did not show. It was nothing but a delight. Oh, good, good. Because it's like it sent me down a spiral of self doubt in a way that nothing has in a really long time. Because those guys, they're great. So it's, it's the Lost Culturistas guys. It's uh, Matt and Bowen, but then they had Joel Kim Booster, who's yep. a, an assassin, genius. Uh, Elliot Glazer, genius. Matteo Lane. Genius. We got to get him on this show, by the way. And then the the point of it is, all six of us have like a minute to rant about a diva, and then a minute to like say something positive about a diva. And then there's the the troll bowl, and they dive they draw a name for you from the troll bowl, and you have to. Then you basically rant have to about improvise have a to, comedic monologue. Yeah, and guess what? The longest uh, amount of time is in the world a minute. Like it's if you don't know what you're saying, it was long. So and and also like the. Um, the diva worship gene of homosexuality is yeah. a thing that I either didn't get or got and smothered with a pillow in puberty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just as a means of getting by in an all-boys school. Right. And so to be with these guys who are uh, like 20 years younger than I am, who like assimilation has not really been an item in the cafeteria of growing up. Yeah. And who are so jubilantly, joyously gay and like not only like doing the show, but like, oh, we're going to start and end by singing Celine Dion and doing high kicks. Which was the fucking best thing I've ever seen. It was was the way that I used to feel like growing up, like going to a Super Bowl viewing party. (laughs) I felt that uh, like divorced and and, from – what I felt like I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. I just really freaked out. So you and I, I'll just tell the listener, you and I grabbed a drink before the show mm-hmm. and uh, we got out of the restaurant, which is like two blocks away from the outdoor theater where the show was going to be. Huge outdoor theater. Massive outdoor theater. Uh, so we like leave at 8.15, shows at 8.30. It's still light out because it's Montreal and there's an ominous storm cloud yep. off in the distance moving ever closer. And I thought, this 
is perfect. It's going to rain and we can't do an outdoor comedy show. And like my insufficient level of like fun gayness. Yeah. It will never be revealed to the world. So I like, so you took off. I ran to the green room, which was in a tent. It was pelting rain. And, uh, and I was like, well, this is the best of all possible worlds. I showed up and I can't do it. Um, that happened for like 10 minutes and then it stopped and we looked outside and it was a, I mean, the sun was still shining, yep. not a cloud in the sky. The Adirondack chairs that had been blowing in the wind only moments before were arranged in audience style. And then hundreds and hundreds of people showed up it to see this packed. show. It was packed. And, and I truly have never been so scared in my life. And then the show started and it was like, okay, this is fun. This is fun. It was a, a blast. It was a lot of fun. I love those guys to death. Um, people came up afterwards and were just like, yeah, I mean, I, some young Canadian gays really got some nourishment that night, and that made me feel yeah. that made me feel really good. Yeah, but I truly, man, I was scared to death. But it felt, but you, it, it felt boys in the band esque in a way to you because boys in the band is so much about like. Yeah, like it's a dive. The, yeah. the self doubt of a, of a gay man and not knowing his place in his community. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It's very much about yeah, self doubt and self image and you know what you're supposed to be and and what the face that you're supposed to show to a crowd and you know I don't know. It was um, it was a real. Well, Boys in the Band is definitely a tragedy, and you in this Las Culturistas show was the opposite. Well, it was a triumph. I hope it was intentional comedy. Okay, so I'm gonna. I mentioned to you that I have something. Yes, it's not for you. It is for me. But I want to show it to you. Very clear. I get it. Okay. I just don't want you to. I don't want you to feel like you're getting a gift. Fine. Um, Okay. So I stopped by to get uh, Guy Branham's book at Book Soup, and I saw a magazine, (gasps) and I am not kidding when I tell you I gasped. Men's Health, John Krasinski on the cover. So, like, yeah, look at this. Wow. I want you to tell me what you're seeing right now. Okay. I want you to talk I'm me through seeing, your reactions. No, I'm seeing John Krasinski uh, looking, you know, buff in a black T-shirt and, like, kind of army army chinos yeah, looking on a like, Men's Health cover. Looking like a, like a fetish I forgot to have <laughs> until just now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's looking. You know, he's looking beardy, and yeah. um, I. I mean, yeah, it's something. I thought Gasp you were. Worthy. I thought you were showing me the opposite cover. Oh which yeah, is the guide to style, which also is John also Krasinski. John Krasinski, but he's on a horse. Now he's on a horse in a suit. Now I resent him because when I. 45 years ago, when I used to audition for commercials. And before the office, we often would go up for the same jobs. I'll be darned. And usually, he would get them. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough thing to get past. We've yeah. taken Dana, different paths in life. And now, take and it I, in. he has my blessing. Yeah. But so that really does it for you. Yeah, he looks really good. It's, uh, it really it took, me, it took me by surprise. I would like to know what his workout is. Certainly. I'll tell you that much. Got arms for days. Uh, and you have something else. Now, is this I do. for me? This no, this is also not for God you, but it's also it. not for me. It is for Finn, Allison Goffner, Allison who I Goffner. essentially bullied into getting my dog a toy. Demanded well, it. we are finally back in the Earwolf studio so I can open it up, which I'm doing live with my keys right now to see what it is. I really feel bad that I harangued somebody into getting my dog a Don't gift. Don't feel bad Allison Goffner, all? we thank you. And anybody else who I'm wants to send dog toys? Already feeling a little threatened because this looks like a bigger box than Faye's uh, little handbag well, listen, toy that we received. Size is not everything, and a barking bag was exactly what she wanted, and I think we both know it. That's true. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, my God. There's a letter? I'm not going to read the whole thing. This is difficult to get open. Allison, here's the, here's my first this note This is very well-packed, Allison. It's extremely well-packed. Well, we'll cut some of this out. <gasps> Oh my God! What is it? What is it? Oh my I God! It's oh. a s- stuffed squirrel, and I bet it makes a noise. It <laughs> That's does. A really cute. Squirrel. Oh my God! Finn is going to go out his mind. Now, is he going to tear that to shreds, or is he going to just lovingly chew on it? This looks pretty durable. He will try to uh, rip it to shreds, and eventually, honestly, he will succeed. But it's going to take a minute. This is this is good handiwork. That's this is good really craftsmanship. Cute. Yeah. I like it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Allison. Pet lovers of homophilia, we thank you. We thank you more if you sent more stuff. But listen, (laughs) whatever. More to come. 
Um, what an episode we have. What an episode. What a guest. I mean, and what a, what a time to get him. Yeah, we are here. At, I mean, we are, we, are, we are a stop on a press tour, essentially. But yeah. uh, what an honor to have uh, – what's happening over there? And to hold. Uh, we're just we're playing with a squirrel. Oh, I thought there was a secret happening with no. the squirrel. I wanted to be part of it. I don't think so. Yeah, there's a little booklet, but I'll get into that later. Anyway, Nico Santos is here. Yup. We're talking about – you've seen him on Superstore. You're hopefully seeing him in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, he is a, a funny delight. Yeah. And it, it's really nice to have somebody and see them in like the like such a full moment of their life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, really, he is right. He is rising up to his rightful uh, spot in the, uh, yeah, in the uh, what's uh, the firmament? Sure, yeah, and he deserves it. Yeah, he, and he brought his mom. Oh, what a doll she is! Oh boy, uh, enjoy this conversation with Nico Santos. Mm, butt wipes. That's right. I'm singing about butt wipes because no matter what you do in the bathroom to get ready, Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to look and feel and smell your best. I'm talking shower stuff. I'm talking hair styling products. They've even got toothbrushes and toothpaste. And of course, they've got razors and shave supplies and uh, butt wipes. Everyone has their own way to get ready. Maybe you got to shave your whole body because you've got a bike race coming up or a hot date. Or maybe you've got to do your hair uh, because you have a soccer match or simply because you want to look decent. Whatever it is, no matter what it is, Dollar Shave Club has everything you need. And right now you can get ready with an amazing deal on any one of their starter sets. I recommend the Daily Essentials starter set because I love the Amber Lavender Body Cleanser that comes with it. But you can't go wrong with any of them. And by the way, they do include uh, that wipes. Head over to dollarshaveclub.com slash homo to pick your own starter set for just $5. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash homo. And then after your starter set, products ship at regular price. And make sure you check out their videos on their website. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash homo. dollarshaveclub.com slash homo. Well, folks, we are back. With Nico Santos. And his publicist. And his mom. And his mom. (laughs) That's how Hollywood I am. I just travel with an entourage. I think that's fantastic. Now, we have had a publicist or two. (laughs) Yes. Never had a mom. Never had a mom. Never had a mom. You're our first mom. Well, mom is in town for, uh, we have the red carpet premiere of Crazy Rich Asians tomorrow. Oh, boy. So, um, she just got in this weekend. Okay. And uh, it's been been wonderful. We we, we did a whole uh, shopping for her look on this weekend. Yeah, let's talk about it. Do you have it? You have a dress picked out. She does. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I actually like. I also flew in my best friend uh, from college, uh, my, my my best friend Ian, who I've known for for, for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were both in a costume design department of uh, in college together, yeah. and uh, we kind of like did a tag team like we are gonna work this look out. Yeah. So we got the dress, we got the accessories, the shoes, the whole look, and then we're getting hair and makeup done tomorrow. Amazing. It's gonna be so great. That is exciting. Yeah. We got a really good deal in that dress, too. So I'm very excited. Nice. So that was like, nice. my Asian mom was very happy about that. That's great. Like, don't I, pay I, for she's, You don't spend the money. Don't waste your money. I'm fine with this one dress. She kept looking at the tag. And then uh, and it was on sale, and she was very happy. You must never let them see the tag. I, that's what I kept telling right. her. They mm-hmm. don't look at it. I'm paying. Yeah. Don't, don't look at the uh, tag. She's proud on multiple levels. Many yes. reasons to be proud yes. right now. Yes. I'm well, at least you. now, at the end of this hour, who knows? Well, yeah, let's see how bad. <laughs> who knows what yeah, might be revealed? Yeah, I'll, I'll so. be disowned by that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm and going today- to see a movie next week. By the way, with um, I just, my friend Cool Up uh, bought tickets. Oh, and I just texted me. And do you know Cool Up? Um, I I know we've never actually met. We kind of maybe like we were in the same room together. I saw her speak at a panel. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. you're in a mutual fan. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Thing. But she I bought, love her though. She bought forty tickets <gasps> at the ArcLight. Next I love week. you, Colab. Yeah, that's great. Very exciting. Oh my god, that's that, uh, yeah. And today was also the first day of shooting season four. Of season Superstore? four, of Superstore. Yeah, first day of school. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy couple of weeks, you guys. Um, but I wouldn't have it any any other way. Yeah. I am I'm exhausted in a very good way. Um, I'm but I'm very very exhilarated and excited. That's great. So before you got back for season four, in between that and 
um, the movie. Did mm-hmm. you have some downtime this summer? I did have some downtime. Um, yeah, because our hiatus, our, our long hiatus started um, March. It's from March till d- d- now, uh-huh. uh, essentially. And um, I didn't get any work. I, I, I auditioned for a couple of things. I, I didn't book it. And then I was all like, you know what? Like last year is when I filmed a movie and I literally had like two weeks off. Uh, and I was like, I'm just gonna take it easy, but um, but I I met a boy this uh, this hiatus break, so oh. so that's what oh, I did during yeah. hiatus. So oh now I have a boyfriend, and he's oh, amazing. Oh, we're gonna uh, go deep on him yeah. uh, okay. after the break. For we're, we're gonna okay, take yeah. will you now? Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna keep it nice and shallow at okay. first. Okay. What are you What are you watching? What do you what, when you have a little bit of downtime, which seems like it's maybe been a minute? Mm-hmm. What do you, What do you binge? Um, what am I binging right? Now, um, I did binge *Handmaid's Tale* okay. season oh, two, and then How also rave. like, How let me jump uh, off a ledge and just end my life now because this is where we're headed. Um, oh, you know what I just saw? There's only been like one episode. I just watched this the other day with with, with my boyfriend. Was them um, making it? That, okay. that craft show. Haven't seen it yet uh, with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. it's like the Great British baking show but with the crafts mm-hmm. and oh, it's nice. really really cute um, I watch uh, cartoons really uh, <laughs> yeah I do like cartoons what like, kinds of cartoons like the new Voltron on, on Netflix has been a lot of fun I didn't know that they had rebooted Voltron yes that's been a lot of fun talk me through Voltron Voltron Defender of the Universe hello well, Five yeah. Lions they're just like and they become one big robot what's not to love and there's a princess and a big castle so there <laughs> and wow. there's like little mice that help her out so this is a blind you know. spot for me yeah. Yeah. I don't know Voltron I, love, I, I grew up you know I, I was born and raised in the Philippines so like uh, I grew up like uh, my Saturday morning cartoon situation was like like robot stuff sure so um a lot battle of, of the planets no so we had like voltus 5 was a huge thing in the philippines mazinger z mazinger z no 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 blank stairs here yeah yeah what about no. your, your Shiras, your Gem and the I do love me some Shira. I mean, Shira, come on. They're also rebooting Shira. Do you guys I know. know that? I didn't know that. They're rebooting Shira, and my girl Lauren Ash, who plays Dean on Superstore, is playing Scorpia. So, amazing. Come on. That. Is that Shameless one of the plug. Misfits? Yeah, she's one of the villains. She's one of the Misfits. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So, it's exciting. What else, what else am I liking? Oh, uh, Grand Designs. I've never even heard of that. What is that? It's just like all these people who are just like all these rich people are like, um, we're gonna buy like this dilapidated farm in England, and we're gonna put like seventeen million dollars into a renovation, and then they they make their house. And I'm like, this is this is how I'm meant to live, and I would like to live live this way. I feel like season five, that's gonna be you. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, my mom's been praying for it. (laughs) <laughs> She'd be like a mother's yeah, prayer I, will work. I, I claim that in Jesus' name, you will have that it. house. I claim that. I, I love that. it. Where where do we see Grand Designs? Netflix. Netflix. They have Grand Designs in UK and Grand Designs Australia. So, you know, check it out. It's wow. lovely. So you just sit back and, and look at some opulent living. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Plan do. your future. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, put it in your vision board, you know? Yeah. You have to ask baby Jesus what you want. Like, yeah. <laughs> has that has that worked for you in the past? Yes. You know yeah. what? And mom says yes. <laughs> mom has a vision board. All right. Oh. Um, I will say it it has. Uh, every, every goal that I've set for myself, every dream that I've set for myself uh, – I don't know what I've done in a in a in past life to deserve the, the the life that I have now, um, but it's 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 happened. Like it's uh, like my dreams are coming true, and it's kind of ridiculous. And and I have to pinch myself because uh, it's it's yeah, it's I'm 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 in the midst of it right now, and and they're they're all they're, they were dreams. I never thought I would I would be in this position, and 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 here I am. I'm. You know, I've, I've been through a lot. It, it's I've been through a lot to get here. I've been sure. through a lot of trials and tribulations, but uh, you know, I came out the other side. Uh, I'm still alive and kicking. And uh-huh. um, you know, I got this big movie coming out. I got Superstore. Yeah. I got a man. You know, I can feed myself. I mean, like life is good, all. you guys. Life so is good. You are living in a grand design. I am living in a grand design. I hate to be so cheesy about it, but Not like it's a. Uh, you know, it took me. It took me. Ugh, God, 15, 16 years to to get here. Yeah. But, 
but it's been a long hustle. It, I feel like it feels very, very not surprising to people who have been following you for a long time. Everything that's happening to you feels like this makes sense. This tracks this. All. And actually, I was thinking about you today and wondering if was your role on Superstore written for you or did you just audition? No, I just auditioned. My Mateo was originally written as a straight like thuggy Latino guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and the, in the original size that I received for the role, you know, like, yeah, he was very, like, he talked about, like, his 13 brothers and sisters and, like, this crazy family life that they had. And, like, he's just, like, yeah, he was kind of, like, this this mean, thuggish guy. But, oh, like, wow. just reading the text, I was all like, um, this is all stuff a shady queen would say. <laughs> so I just kind of came in and, and did it as a shady queen. And, um... And, and they were like, okay, guess we're like, going oh, in a yeah, I guess oh uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll do it as a shady queen, and, and it all, um, it all, yeah, it all. That's amazing. Out. The cast of that yeah. show is so incredible. Yeah, it's the funnest group of people uh, to work with. I mean, yeah. like you have the the main cast who like like the series regulars have been there since since season one. I mean, we all bonded right away, like when we started working uh, with with each other. But you know, like like Irene, Irene, uh, yeah, we have it. What's that? Carol on Superstore Super is Store, my dear friend Irene White, who's our mutual friend, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. We got Calico plays Sandra, you know, like mm-hmm. John Barinholtz plays Marcus, Jeff, uh, Michael Bunin plays Jeff. Double like, genius. Everybody like our our the, the the cast that they keep like building onto the ensemble. Um, everybody, it's just like one big happy family. It's 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 a lovely group of people to work with. Uh, it never feels like work. Uh-huh. Um, I I always arrive to set like early because I'm just like I don't want to be with my friends and hang out like a yeah. dork. Um, yeah, it's just like a great work environment, which I've been told by numerous and you know we're all we've all been in the business here for a very long time is yeah. the exception rather than the rule. Usually, when you walk into a set, it can be very toxic and yeah. just you know unfriendly. Um, and uh, I've been really lucky that with Superstore and with Crazy Rich Asians. Um, that it's been a very welcoming, um, special experience. What was the stuff when you were growing up in the Philippines that you watched <clears throat> that made you th- want to act? I mean, like, there were, all, like, all the... I grew up, like, watching, like, Filipino television and Filipino movies, but, uh, like, American culture is very huge in the Philippines. And growing up, um, and I would spend um, – we would come to America uh, uh, to spend our, our, our summer vacation sometimes. Yeah. So before I decided uh, to move here, uh, you know, we had been to America like three or four times uh, on, on summer vacay. Um, and so it's just like all the Disney movies, you know, I grew up watching those. Um, I remember watching uh, Mary Poppins uh, was, was – big. oh, uh, Carol Burnett – Mm, and Annie. I was like, oh. she's so funny. Like, I want to be doing silly stuff like that. Like, I just remember her performance in Annie just being like, oh, my God, like, what a fun. That is a drag know. queen role. <laughs> that is an iconic <laughs> and, drag queen yeah, role. And I'm like, and I turn out to be gay. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's the best. Yeah. She's, um, it's, it's amazing. And then, like. I know, like, uh, I remember being really into, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because there was, like, one, there was one of the movies, I think in the sequel, they had, like, a Filipino actor in it. Um, And also Rufio uh, in in, uh, Hook. Remember Hook? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rufio and Hook was Filipino. And I was like, oh, they do got Asians in Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah. I can, I can do that. And and now I'm in a movie with all Asians, and it's yeah. uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. Can you tell us uh, the, the Crazy Rich Asians origin story for you? Um, yes. Uh, so I, I had a friend uh, who was meeting with a director uh, about uh, about the movie, and after her meeting she was like, have you heard of this um, book that's being made into a movie? I'm like, what's that? It's like Crazy Rich Asians. There's this part name Oliver that's perfect for you I dropped your name so go out to tell have your people like research it whatever um, so I like after after uh, talking to her about it I, I bought the book I devoured it because it's so good and uh, when I was reading it I got to the part where when they were describing Oliver uh, which is the part I, I ended up playing and in the book it says you know Oliver is like mid 30s he's gay uh, he wears glasses he loves fashion I'm like oh my god let me play this part like yeah. this is really like uh, like how many parts come along that are like just 
tailored for me. Um, and I bugged my agents. I'm just like, you have to get me in the room. You're like, you have to get me in the room. And um, they were actually like, we're not sure if we could because some of these parts are, are being cast. Uh, like they wanted uh, Asian actors from Asia because they were building like an international cast. So um, we'll see what we can do. And I'm like, yeah, do it. Um, and then they they got me in the room, and uh, I actually thought that I wasn't going forward with the part because after my audition, um, I I thought I had a really good audition because uh, I had a really specific vision of what Oliver sounded like, and I worked on it uh, uh, and worked on it and worked on it and didn't work on it in any other way. And then when I got to the audition, I did it my way, and they were like, "Great, that was really awesome." Now, could you do it like without the the, the British accent? And I was like. Uh, yeah, I could, I could totally do that. And then I did it, and it was like as if I had been speaking English for two days. Like it was just like it was so foreign to me yeah. um, that I, I thought I really fucked up my audition. And like a few days later, like yeah, you're not moving forward. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I got a week. Uh, then like a couple of weeks later, my agents called me back. They were like, just kidding, you're back in the mix. Uh, just, just hold on tight, and uh, we'll see what, what's going to happen. And then. Another week after that, like I was on a, on a plane to Malaysia. I didn't wow. even have a call back. I just like you booked it. They and wow, off you were to Malaysia. Oh my god! <clears throat> and yeah, how were you there? I was in Malaysia and Singapore for six weeks. Oh my god! And um, it was an amazing, an amazing time. Uh, it was my first time back in Asia in twenty one years because you know, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I had been back in twenty one years, and I actually had a chance to go back home to the Philippines in between my scenes, and it was really emotional and magical and incredible. And I, I saw some of my family. I got reunited with uh, with my nanny, who was like my second mom, like oh, who raised wow. me since I was like six. From six months old till till I was sixteen, and I oh, moved wow. to the United States. Oh my god! Um, yeah, it was it was like the entire experience of the movie has been. I don't know. It was just like, if nothing else, like even if like the movie doesn't do well, like my experience of filming the movie and the fact that I got to go home to the Philippines and and and, and get reunited with with my family and 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 my friends, like. I mean that's it was But the movie's going to do well. Yeah. It, it feels like it, feeling. it feels very clear. Yeah. I hope so. I mean if like Pull up has anything to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope so. I mean like it's a really amazing I love a romantic comedy. It's one of my favorite genres and it is I think a really great romantic comedy. It's been a while since Hollywood's come out with a big sweeping epic romantic comedy. Yeah. Um and I'm just really excited. I mean like there, there's so many things about this movie that's like amazing. It's just like the the cultural significance of it is is obviously like a, a key factor. Um but like also like it's exciting to finally see Asian men portrayed in 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 like uh, in leading men roles in in like a in a sexy sexual way, I mean, we've yeah. never really had that. Uh, and Asian men are hot. Sorry, not sorry. So <laughs> oh, we're seeing several sorry. abs shots in the in the trailer. Yeah, so. yeah, there are a lot of thirst traps uh, uh, in this movie. Um, if uh, if you As don't if you don't like Asian men before, you will after you see this movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, and you know, the movie is going to uh, give so many younger people representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May not have had. Did you feel like you were represented in the media that you experienced growing up? Or? No, I mean, and and that's why to me it's 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 I feel so privileged and honored that that I have the career that I have. That the fact that I am um, that I get to play a, a, a queer Asian character not only on Superstore but also on, in this movie is like. There aren't any queer Asian characters. I mean, there's very few. I mean, like, what, you had Lloyd in, in Entourage. Um, Alec Mappa, who's a really good friend of mine, was on uh, Desperate Housewives and Ugly yeah. Betty. And for, for the longest time, he was the only working yeah. queer Asian actor. Um, you could really count us on one hand. Like, and what? when I go to auditions, I'm like, oh, hey, girl, hey, girl, Rod- yeah. hey, Rodney, hey, Alec. And what's cool about it is that these are the not these are like huge mainstream projects that there's yeah. there's crossover is happening, you know. That right, these and are, they're they're also like really they're fully realized, complex, three dimensional characters. They're not just like you know, like Mateo could easily have been just like just the bitchy gay guy in the show, yeah. but the you know, like there's so much more to him. He's like he's undocumented. He has a love life. He is living like a. You know, he's not a castrated gay character, which often we see um, in in media. That's how we're portrayed. Is like you know, 
Like, and usually, usually gay characters out there for the longest time are either straight passing, white, super masculine, muscle, nary a problem in the world. Or, you know... Except that it's hard to, to deal with the fact that they're gay. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's so much turmoil, uh, you know? <laughs> um, or, like, very um, stereotypically swishy, um, like, like florists or hairdressers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I actually, like, I, I actually really love the fact that I get to play, like, femi characters because it's it's important to... For me, at least, to to show that like there's nothing wrong with being femme. Like there's a lot of femme yeah. shaming in the queer community, yeah. and I'm like, it's just this. It's part of our whole spectrum of uh, LGBTQ people. So we are getting deep here. We are. Oh, oh no, we've God. just we're about started. To get oh, we're just getting started. So so take a breather okay. right now. Have a little sip of water, everybody. Okay. In the room, okay. We're going to take a little break. Okay. Then we're going to dive. Uh, we're going to dive deep. PRB. Oh, hey, everybody. It's me, Dave, with some faint Aretha in the background. Uh, I am here to tell you about the new season of Raised by TV. Season three comes out this week. If you don't know it, it's the show where John Gabris and Lauren Lapkus, two of the greatest, revisit the best and the worst of the TV that they grew up on in the 80s and 90s. You know, TGIF, SNCC, cereal commercials, uh, snacks like Totino's Pizza Rolls, Yikes, how are they still alive? And they have some of your favorite stars from the era as guests, including Ryder Strong, who played Sean on Boy Meets World. Hubba! In season three, John and Lauren are back talking about more of the TV shows and characters that warped their minds. They're covering Saved by the Bell, Veronica Mars, The Bachelor. They're going to talk to guests like Gray Griffin, voice acting legend. Las Culturistas, Matt and Bowen, and Anders Holm from Workaholics. If you're a Stitcher Premium subscriber, you can start binging the new season early. Listen to Raised by TV now and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. We're back with Nico Santos. Oh, Nico Santos. We're Hello. about to do that deep dive that we promised you. Deep slash, dive. Uh, okay. Threatened you. All right. All right. Coming. I'm ready. I'm ready. So you got a fella. I do have a fella. Tell us everything. Um, I, uh, it's my first boyfriend. <gasps> really? My first boyfriend. Yeah. It's my first relationship. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, yes. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm turning 40 next year. What? So it's like, it's like my first this boyfriend. young, youthful babe sitting next oh, to me. Oh, this is all smoke and mirrors, honey. Yeah. This is all smoke and mirrors. Truly, I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah. For real. Turning 40 next year, my first relationship, my first boyfriend. Never thought it was going to happen. I was completely content with the fact that I would never have a boyfriend, never had a partner. Um, wasn't looking for one, in fact. No. Um, you know, I always sort of akin it to... Um, you know, like like women who who wanted children. There there are plenty of women out there who who wanted who want kids who don't get to have kids. Uh, and I was like, well, maybe that's just my lot in life. Maybe I just don't get to have a partner, don't get to have a husband. And I was content with like, listen, I have plenty of other stuff in my life that is fulfilling. I finally achieved this career that I never thought was going to happen. And you know, like, I, I I really for whatever reason didn't think I could have both have it both ways. Yeah. Um, but then I met I met Zeke, and uh, we met in April. And listen, it's only it's it's very recent. It's only been four months. Um, but I don't know. It feels it Zeke feels, is his name. Did you say his name um, is Zeke? Oh, okay. I've, yeah. I've, I've, maybe you heard that name somewhere. Some, <laughs> his name is Zeke Smith. <laughs> um, we met at the Glad Awards. I mean, I can say his name because there's been like tabloid oh, yeah. articles uh-huh. about uh-huh. about us dating. Uh, we met at the Glad Awards. It's I'm dating Zeke Smith from Survivor. Oh yeah, um, from Survivor. This is a power couple, really. He's uh, he's amazing. I just I just have to say he's amazing. That's a so. real real cute couple. How'd yeah. you meet? We met at the after party at the Glad Awards. Okay. Yeah. Did it, like did you? My plus who made the one. First move? My plus one knew his plus one. So we like <laughs> we um, my my friend uh, Stephen was like oh here there's there's my friend Jason and his friend Zeke and was like oh let's go let's go over and say hi and we kind of just hit it off and uh, kept talking uh, on the dance floor and then uh, I was like really I I guess I was being really flirty because my, my friend Stephen was like you were really like smooth that night like putting on the moves I'm like really because I have no game. 
yeah. whatsoever. No, I have zero. So you weren't even zero. attempting to put on the moves. You were just. I wasn't like I'm. I'm always one of those guys. Like my friends will like every time we go out to to a gay bar. Like my friends will always be the ones to come up to me. He's like, um, that guy was totally hitting you. I'm like, what guy? What are you talking about? I I never. I'm. I never read signals. Um, I've literally gone home with men before. And um, just like slept on a couch, even mom though they were just like sat trying up in to. Shock. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's okay. My mom hears everything. Like, yeah, I've gone home with a, with a man before. Like, he obviously wanted to sleep with me, and I was and I was just like too dumb, and just like, oh no, I'm, I'm just cool with the couch. But yeah, I'm cool with the couch, man. It's cool. Thanks so much for letting me crash, dude. You're he so nice. You were just having a friendly sleepover. He thought I thought that he literally was just being nice and letting me crash on his couch because I was too drunk. Oh, no. this is how dumb I am when it comes to men. Well, just, but it's also, I mean, that's just you know, that's a self esteem thing. Oh, also. absolutely. I mean, absolutely. So how do yeah. you get over that in a relationship? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like Zeke has been really wonderful in that way. To uh, sort of like being with him has been has helped my self esteem. I think. Wait, yeah. so go back. You you uh, you left the party, and your friend was like, "Oh, there was a connection there," and you didn't even. We um, actually, <laughs> we like I I took him home with me that night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was this another yeah. just friendly sleepover, sleep on the couch, did you kind of thing? Bring him some <laughs> freshly pressed pajamas. <laughs> uh, like he came over and you know there was a little mango. Sash. Wow. Sash. Okay. Yeah, but that's like as far this. as it went. Uh huh. That's why, because I am a lady. I am a lady. And how long so, has it been? It's been four months. Wow. And we're still just kissing only at this stage, right? Just we're kissing just, only. Not even no tongue. Just no, kissing no, no, only. No, no, no. <laughs> no <smooches>. Okay. <laughs> no, I, we, did, we did take it slow. Um, I, I want to take it slow because I, uh, you know, because I, I had been hooking up with guys like. Like I've, I've, because I've never been in a relationship, right? I've only been like either just hooking up, and every time I've tried to date, it's I've failed miserably. Like before I met Zeke, I actually like went on a couple of dates uh, with this guy who like DM'd me on Instagram, and then it just ended horribly because he turned weird on me. Um, what type of weird are we talking? It was just like. Like he was supposed to meet up with like we after we hadn't seen each other after a couple of dates, we hadn't seen each other. Oh God, he's probably going to hear this. It's <laughs> so good. Can't, uh, can't live your life uh, in fear of these. Mom's things. telling you Whatever. to zip it, and I'm telling you to unzip it. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Um, he like yeah, 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 yeah. Spilling the beans, spilling the beans. Uh, we went on a couple of dates, and uh, we seemed to have a connection. He, he was really, he's a really nice guy. Listen, he was a really nice guy. Um, but we, we were supposed to meet up. It was like a long distance thing. He he lived out of state, and then um, we were supposed to meet up one time because I had a, 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 a stopover at in his city. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'll totally meet you there. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be there at the gate waiting. And then, like, he totally, like, blew me off. Like, I had texted him and, like, are you still coming? I'm going to be there tomorrow. Are you, are you still meeting up? He's like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I texted me and I was still meeting up and didn't hear. And then, like, texted him again that morning. What's, what's, um, are we meeting up? Because um, I'm, I'm going to be in your city uh, today. Didn't hear, and then like when I landed, I just got a text like, "Hey, uh, you know, like uh, I'm really sorry, I'm still out of town, I can't make it." I'm like, "Boo! Uh, no. If you knew you were gonna be out of town, then you should have told me because we've been talking about me visiting for a couple of days already. So, you know, whatever." And then, so I kind of, kind of let it go, and I was like, kind of let it roll off, and then like a few, we didn't talk for a few days, and then like a few days later, he like. Was like depression sucks. Texted me. I'm like, and while I empathize because I too suffer from depression, I'm just like, it's been two dates. Yeah, that is not yeah. something you bring up after two dates. Um, no, and it's also not something you blame your own flakiness on. Right. Yeah, that yeah. But then he started like he wouldn't like he kept just like, um, contacting me and yeah. like you know like like calling me like either texting me or calling me. Uh, messaging me on Instagram or like messaging me on WhatsApp, and and because I ghosted, listen, I'm gonna own up to it. That was a shitty thing, shitty on my part for ghosting. No, I he ghost- ghosted. You ghosted. He ghosted yeah, first, ghosted and then back. I ghosted him. But 
you know, it was just like after, I'm like it's been it's been like three or four months with I haven't responded to any of your messages. Like take a hint. Yeah. Well, so you're coming off that when you meet Zeke. When I met you're Zeke, like, yeah, yeah. And just, um, and I've always just sort of, um, I guess, you know, like built this, 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 uh, built it up in my head or, or made myself believe that I was really horrible at, at dating. You know, it was, it's what I always told myself. I'm just really bad at this. And I always told myself that, like, I'm not, like, like I that I don't want to date because I'm too busy. That I was too focused on my career, um, and and it is it's it's a hard sk- schedule to have. Yeah. I mean it's it's very, it's 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 uh, it's a very demanding schedule. But the thing that I really love uh, about dating dating with dating Zeke is that he completely understands. Uh, he kind of has the same schedule. Um, it, it just it's just really easy with him. You know there there hasn't been any struggle at all. Like. Listen, it's it's not all you know, relationships aren't always like sunshine and rainbows, and yeah, you know we've, we've already had our, our you know a fight, and we're like, oh my god, is this our first fight? <laughs> and like we got through milestones, it. milestones. Uh, I was waiting for this to happen because you know obviously like relationships aren't all uh, hunky dory. Oh, you had first um, fight. I'm assuming he's met mom. He's 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 met my mom. What do you think of uh, Zeke? He's nice. All right. Oh, <laughs> my mom! My mom loves loves Zeke because uh, he bakes me sugar free t- treats. I, I'm I've, I'm diabetic, so like Ooh. I can't. I, I stay away from from sugars. Uh-huh. Um, I have type oh. two, ah, okay. so um, so I, I eat sugar sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, um, and. So he is always baking me like sugar free treats. Oh, that's love right there. Uh, and so like wow. like my mom is just like, Oh, it's delicious. This cookie is a sugar free, my gosh. I yeah. love it. I love it. So I love it. Dude, <laughs> you just I, I don't talk that way. <laughs> Today he just he made a, a, a delicious sugar free uh, chocolate cake with a chocolate hazelnut frosting uh-huh. and it is good, yo. Oh, he's making all the right moves. He's doing great. Oh, yeah, he's he's the best. I love him so much. How do you survive on a set with uh, watching your diet and whatnot? Well, listen, the first season of Superstore, I was actually like, I got this television job. I'm not going to eat. So yeah. I, ju- I didn't eat. I got super skinny. Um, and and then the season two and three, I'm just like, I got the job. I can have a slice of cake or a piece of bread. And then I gained some weight. And then my A1C went up. And sure. then your doctor's like, maybe you should go back on that diet, buddy. Your yeah. A1C is uh, getting a little high up there. Yeah. And so I, I hired a, a trainer uh, recently, and I've, I've lost like you know like 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. You look great. Um, yeah, you thank do. Thank you so much. Uh, listen, the secret to losing weight is hire a really hot trainer. There you go. Because then you're like, I'm wasting my money. If I don't go to training sessions because I'm paying him and he's really hot, so I have to, I get something pretty to look at. Yeah. So, yeah. He's great. Right. That's part of their great business tip. plan, right? Yeah. Just be hot. Yeah. If they're smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, going back to milestones, mm-hmm. you guys, ha- you've d- you said l- the L word. So I'm assuming that's in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're there. I love him. Yeah. So this is, this yeah. is serious. Yeah. He's, wow. he's, 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 he's great. He's Are we cohabitating yet? No, we're not cohabitating yet. Okay. But I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. It's coming. I. <laughs> what? So, like, what What has to happen for you to, to move in with somebody or have somebody move in with you? I have to buy a house. Okay. <laughs> I have That's to buy a house. One. I want to. I mean, because, like, I love my apartment right now. I, I live in a one bedroom. Uh, I, I don't want to move. It's basically just timing because um, I have to, like, uh, film season four. I, I don't want to move in the middle of filming. No, of course and you're not um, in a place that you, you wouldn't want him moving into this place. Want no, no, it's too place. small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like, I, I, I also there's no rush. There's no rush. I think we're very secure on uh, on, on how we f- uh, feel about each other. So I'm I'm actually not not worried about it. It's just like I'm right now. I'm just really enjoying my time with him. He's proven. To, to be a, a fantastic partner, um, he's very kind and caring and, and loving and like the greatest support I could ever ask for. Um, yeah, and uh, I just I know I just love him. I really like this story. I do too. Can you tell us like like walk us through a typical date night? We like, eat. 
Right? <laughs> yeah, we bonded over food uh, our first night. and um, But he's really great, too, because he, he, he loves to cook. So, like, and he can cook, like, he can cook, like, like junk food, like unhealthy, great stuff, stuff that's bad for you, or he can cook like really good stuff that's really good for you, like paleo stuff. Mm. So um, we, we we tend to cook a lot. He cooks a lot for me. I, here's the thing: I I'll, I love to cook, but I've got ever since I've dated Zeke, I've gotten a lot really self conscious about cooking because he's. A much better cook than me, so I'm just like I'm just gonna let you cook, and I'll eat it because he's amazing. Um, but a typical date night is a uh, yeah we'll um, we'll either just stay at home and just watch Netflix, or um, we'll Netflix and chill, Great, right? Huh? Sure. Or uh, we'll go to a restaurant and just like just like pick out and eat, and it's great. great. Yeah, gotta have a, a, a shared passion. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love that food sees. What was uh, what was coming out like in for you? Did you do it before or after you moved to the? Uh, to the um, well, I knew when I was. I knew at a really early age that I that I was gay. Mm-hmm. I I Mom didn't have nodding, a word for me. it. I didn't have a word for it. Uh-huh. Um, but I knew I was different from everybody. Um, I had to come out to my mom over the phone uh, when I, once I moved to the United States. Um, but when I told my mom, she was like, I thought we talked about that last year already. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, your uncle, like, she wasn't even oh like a, a thing to her. Yeah. She, really, she really wasn't shocked. But she, yeah, you she knew. knew, you knew. Um, she knew because she said that she would find my homework, uh, my, my homework when I was a kid, and I would draw, like, I would sketch gowns on the back of my homework. Yeah. And that's how she is like, I think my son's gay yeah. <laughs> because there's gowns on the back I of the home. too much with my design. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is, was like, my mom was, my mom was badass in the Philippines because she was like, you know, my, my parents got uh, split up when I was really young. Yeah. So she was a single mother in the Philippines and running her own business um, but she always also like had all these parties and events to go to so she had like designer friends and we had like a live-in hairdresser for a while at our home what? in the Philippines yeah because wow. like she had this uh, hairdresser friend and it was her uh, his um yeah, he was a drag queen. He um, his house burned down. Is that right? The room yeah, he's renting. He's renting a room, and I, we had a spare then. I said, just stay. With yeah, us. so the, his place burned down or something like that, and we had a spare room. And my mom was like, just stay with us, and you can just I don't know do my hair as, as rent. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then so like sometimes I would get my hair done in the morning, getting ready. I'm just like, I can get used to oh this. Just give me a big blowout. This is a dream, you know. <laughs> It's great. It was awesome. Like, we lived a great life in the Philippines. Like, you know, like, I had my nanny growing up and, you know, cook and and all that. And, like, we, we had a wonderful home. And then the economy collapsed. And we had to, like, leave that house. And me and my older brother moved to the United States. And and me and my older brother had to move to uh, live with my father, who I, I was a stranger, really. Wow. Um, and how old were you? I was 16 when I moved. So I was 16. My older brother was – I was you know, like 15, about to turn 16. My older brother was about to turn 18. Um, and it was me and him. We moved in with my dad, my stepmom, my two half-sisters who were very young at the time. They were like five and seven. My step-grandmother and my step-aunt. And we lived in a tiny, tiny three-bedroom in this blue-collar uh, – neighborhood in Gresham, Oregon. And it was uh, to go from like maids and cooks and drivers. You're like, sorry, where's the live-in hairdresser's room? Exactly. (laughs) Private Catholic school to like the American public school system. And like I get to my dad's house and like, go do laundry. I'm like, um, what? Oh my God. Nobody's going to do my laundry for me? So, well, there's a movie in this. I know. It was. I mean, it was it's been hard. Made a few times, it was a there hard. Is a movie and then, yeah, it was just like it was that that whole transition, and then like being in a closet, knowing that I was gay, and I was like, I, you know, like uh, what is happening, and then like being in another country and and trying to learn the ropes of like relating to these Americans. I mean, that's why I lost my accent really fast. Like I had an accent for like a month, and I was like, I need to sound American because I'm going to get my ass beat wow. if I don't if I don't assimilate. It's good acting training. Yes, yes, exactly. Good character yeah. work. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> so then how was coming out in the States? It was 
It was interesting. It was hard. There was a an out lesbian couple uh, in my high school. Yeah. And I saw how horrible they got treated. Really? So I was like, so I obviously made a, a conscious choice not to be out in high school, but people people knew. You know, yeah. I was like the vice president of the drama club. Uh-huh. I was like in, in all the musicals and plays. I was in choir. Um, but I was also like... I had, <laughs> I was also eating eating my feelings and repressing my feelings. So I had gained like a hundred pounds in a year, yeah. Like oh. when I first moved there, and so I was just like this asexual blob, mm. you know. I was like two hundred fifty pounds and like in the drama club and like asexual and whatever. Um, I literally had built like a shield, yeah, I was around say. me, yeah. a physical shield of blubber <laughs> around me to protect me from from uh, from feelings. Don't feel the feelings. Have another cupcake. I'm not gay. Yeah, um, is how I dealt with it. Um, it works. Yeah, listen. But then, honestly, like when I when I came out, like it was such a big big burden off my shoulders I could just finally be myself and I, I and I find and I don't know if, if, if you went through this it was like when I first came out I find that I was a lot more femme and like flaming when I was first came out because yeah. then I was like well now I'm out mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be extra extra gay um, so that it was like if people couldn't deal with it then I don't have to deal with you yeah, you were just like I'm. Listen, I'm this. I'm out of gay. I'm yeah. gay, 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 gay. And if you can't fucking deal with it, then I don't. Bye. Sure. You're bye. Like, I've repressed things too long. And now we're going the yeah. Other like I, I went. I, I overcorrected, right? And I just yeah. went this this way. And now I I find like as an adult, while 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 I am, I consider myself more femme leaning. Um, like I've always felt that gender expression is is kind of fluid. Like there are days where I'm more masculine and I'm more femme, and um, when when I'm a little more masked, like people are just like, "Are you are you okay? Like are you depressed?" I'm like, "No, man. I'm just. Can I just like be me? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have to be yes, queen, work. Like I love being that, yeah. and it's okay to be that, and I celebrate that part of myself. But I can just be also like chill and like." You know, like mellow and mask, and 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 that's okay too. Like, yeah. you know, like people out there don't don't let people tell you that there's only one type of gay. Like, that's that's the most annoying thing to me. It's just yeah. like because yeah. being in the gay community, we have to be lab- be we have we need our labels, we need those boxes. Like that's how we, you know, identify. Right? Yeah. Sure. And um, when we're when we're in the online dating world, we have to uh, yeah come in you know strong with that label right out the gate yeah and exactly and I'm just like just just go with yeah. the flow man if you want to yeah. be femme that day be femme if you want to be mask be mask yeah like there's no set rules here I, I love the implication and I think it's true that traditional masculinity is indistinguishable from clinical depression yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like it's a bummer. Yeah. It's a real bummer. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a bummer way to have to behave all the yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What a drag. Mm. What a drag. What a drag. What um, a drag. I want to ask, because your mom's here, mm-hmm. what it's like. For, I mean, I'm sure you, you can answer on her behalf or she can answer herself, but just what it is. I can only imagine the pride that she must feel, especially at this moment of your life right now. Yeah, scooch on up to the microphone. <laughs> Come on up. You want, you want to talk? Come on up. Can you, you just tell talk? what it's been like for you just seeing Nico? I mean, I, like Superstore has been on for a few years, but this moment and this year in particular is really Come closer. Special, right? yeah. Come closer. Come to, closer to the, the microphone. Come closer to the microphone. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? No. She made a penis joke about she the microphone. She made a penis joke about the microphone. Wow. Oh, God. That's, I'm trying to have a real moment mom. with you, Mom. Come my on. mom, whenever my mom would, would, like, she would come to my shows, my stand-up shows, and then she would be like, why do you hold the mic so close to your mouth? It's not a dick. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's, that's my mother. You, that's, uh, you've, you've shocked me. No. <laughs> you think she's this, this petite lady? Yeah. This petite, like, mellow Asian lady? No, she's, she's, she's watch out for her. Hold up. Yeah, how, how is the year of Nico Santos treating you? Oh, I'm very happy about it, but I never doubted his, uh, I mean, his dream because yeah. he has a set like 
early on, he said, by this age, I, I, I want to be able to achieve this. By this age, I want to be able to have a show by this age. So he kind of has uh, a path that he wanted. And I always um, instilled in them that they're capable of achieving whatever they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. So now... When he was, when he mentioned all that to me, and then he was going through it, uh, I told my my siblings, uh, you know, if your kid really believes that they can achieve it, you better believe that they can achieve it because they're claiming it already. And so, in my vision board, I have a vision board at home, and I have his name, and I have like, uh, I don't know why I, there's an Oprah picture there. I don't know oh. why I have an Oprah. Because My he's going to be on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah. No, because I, I always watch her before. Anyway, but I have his name, and then I have Saturday Night Live. Oh, <laughs> okay. We're manifesting that. Netflix. I have, I, have, I, have, I have the name of the show, Superstore. I have all, you know. I will. And then that. I even have a picture of the homes, like my eldest son. I have their family picture, and I placed... Um, because they wanted to get a car. This was way back. I placed a logo of Honda because I know that's the car they want. So <laughs> they did get a Honda. And then all, all these things, I have it. And even the vacations that I go, you know, have for myself and the family, I have pictures. I mean, I cut it. And what I do, I kind of update it every, say, four months or six months. Because this is done, this is done. Even, like, Refinancing my house at three percent. I have that in the vision board. Oh, wow. <laughs> you are my mom you is like let me tell advertisement you. for this. Whatever secret. you want, I whatever you need in your life, like just let me know, and I'm like I'll have my mom pray on it and put it in a vision I board know, because it works. It. Great, it, it works. I'm, gonna, I'm leaving here with your number. It works seriously. Uh, what wow. else would be on your vision board to come? On my vision yeah. board, um, you know, I I really really want to be in like a Pixar movie or like a DreamWorks movie. I, I I love doing stupid voices. I'm always like Zeke is always just like <laughs> um, like making fun of me because I always do like stupid voices. Um, and I yeah, I want to do like a, I want to do the animation like a, like you know like did you guys see Coco? I no. haven't watched it all the way through yet because I'm afraid. Afraid? Yeah, I'm gonna cry a lot. Oh. Uh, just a, a puddle. I've seen yeah. it ten times, okay. and every time I'm just like a mess. Yeah, I'm kind of like I would say it. I'm I'm an emotional cutter. I, I do. I love. I love watching. I love watching sad stuff. I love yeah. watching stuff that makes me cry. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's my only release. I don't necessarily cry uh, easily in real life, like in real life situations. Um, I for some reason it, it's hard. It's hard for me to muster up the emotion to like cry but like a Hallmark commercial oh sure like you. Intervention mm -hmm. Coco I mean just waterfalls yeah. and uh, I, I would love to I would love to be in like an Asian Coco type of movie okay like that's in my vision board great. I mean we'll get great. to that yeah. yeah we'll get to writing that yeah let's do it um, well having so you on this show was on my vision board yeah. and here we are I mean honestly Irene and I have been talking about this for like we, I know, a year like, yes seriously like I'm so glad I finally met you like yeah. me and Irene also have been like you need to meet Dave you need to meet Dave yeah, yeah we're so glad it happened time. yes it was everything I hoped it would be and more reunited it's, not, it's yeah. everything just I hoped united. it would be just united and a mom Yes. I Did you it. expect oh. my mom today? Sorry for just bringing my mom along. No, that's but. great. More people should do that. <laughs> More people should do that. Nico Santos, thank you. Thanks thank so much. You so guys. much. So thank much you, mom. Thank you, publicist. Thank you, thank you everybody. everybody. It's a packed house in here. Okay. Thank you. Everybody go see Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. August 15th. That's right. This yes. weekend. That's right. Nico Santos. Oh. And Mama Santos. Mama Santos. What a treat. I'm really hoping that she does a vision board for me. You know what? what? She should do like a, you know, you can pay to do a video, have people do a video gram where, like a, where oh, a celebrity yeah. says hi to you. Yeah. Nico should set up a business where he gets his oh. mom to do vision boards for people. Oh, I'd love that. I'd be first in line. Okay, we got to tell him to I'd do that. I'd be first in line. Um, this was so fun. Thank Wasn't you, Nico. It? Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everybody at Earwolf. And thank you, Ben Wise, for the music. 
Thank uh, you, Matt. And thank you, Allison Goffner. Thank you. You cute squirrel. Allison Goffner for the squirrel. I will get some video of Finn meeting this little fellow. Oh, it's going to be good. Let's hear one more squeak. Okay, here we go. This means goodbye. <laughs> Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.